0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is a semi-weekly progressive, political, and atheist-filled podcast out here in the state where one of our House of Representatives has decided to quit midterm and pursue a job working at Fox News. That's how conservative this state is. This is episode number 100. Made it to the three digits. Hallelujah. And this is the first of two episodes that we bring you guys each week. On this episode, we've got a whole crap load of current events for you guys to hear out are, you know, our slanted opinions, you know, nothing completely terribly straightforward about everything that we say here except for it's, you know, got a nice bent to it. So if you're hearing us for the first time, let me introduce myself. I'm X, and I'm your host for the experience that you're about to have here. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody that if they wanted to get in touch with me and uh, leave comments, suggestions, hate mail, uh, they could feel free to do so via our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of them as Utah Outcasts. I'm pretty attentive there, and you can always reach us at mailbag at utahoutcasts.com or text slash voicemail at 347 669 3377. Before we get into the news proper, I wanted to let you guys know that we had a special guest on this week. We had a guy that goes by the name of Super Gaming, and that's his YouTube handle. He wanted to do a collaboration with the show, and I'm glad to have him on, but it's apparent that he didn't really do the political podcast thing before so uh cut him a little bit of a break cut us a little bit of a break i mean woohoo episode 100 but anyway um had a good time talking with him it was a lot of fun on wednesday we bring you the geekery so be sure to check that one out anyway uh, i'm going to cut you guys loose and jump straight in to our first news topic and that's when the chuds came at me Uh of course you'll have a bad impression of new york if you only focus on the pimps and the chuds On Thursday afternoon of this week past, uh, Richard Rojas drove his car into the middle of Times Square in New York City, killing one young woman and injuring nearly two dozen more, I think is what the number said. And when he was interviewed by it, by all the cops and everything, he... Well, first of all, guys, he wasn't Muslim. So there goes that thought out there. And Shame on any of you that thought that that was going to be the case.
2: That's a different plane.
0: I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so when he was interviewed and he was talking to everybody uh, that was asking him questions about this, he said that he had divine intentions in doing so because he told police that, quote, God made him do it, uh, according to one of the law enforcement officials that was there. And the interesting thing was that he tested positive for PCP and he had been arrested twice before on drunk driving charges. So PCP gets its term angel dust for certain reasons, you know? (laughs) But the the interesting thing here is that if you it's one of those you have to kind of shift your paradigm when you when you listen to this kind of story where you're like okay it was a normal everyday a dude guy that ran his car into Times Square and killed a, killed the a person and hurt a bunch of other people what if he would was Arabic and he said God made him do it what if Allah made him do it or something like that especially in the middle of New York City it makes you wonder how people would have taken it at that point and. Kind of goes to show our inherent bias that we have right now in this country towards I know that Trump has come out and said it a lot, you know the radical Islamic extremism kind of thing, and it's like I think it's extremists of any like stripe really that we need to oh, be worried about
2: certainly, certainly I mean, I feel like that that how i don't know if you want to call it a cop out for you know doing something that despicable, but taking another person's life and saying, oh, God made me do it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Uh, like you said, the angel dust for a reason,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that stuff's crazy. I, I remember, Um, and the reason I'm going to be lacing this a lot with uh gaming terms is because Super has his own gaming channel and it's uh, called Super Gaming. And so, do you ever play the game NARC? Do you ever happen to play that? I haven't yet. I really oh, want to. That's an old midway Side-scrolling shoot 'em up kind of thing, and boy, it was super fucking violent when I was a kid playing it in the arcade. And you're a drug enforcement cop, and you you can arrest people, but more often than not, you shoot them up with your guns, and then you you're also cop, fire rockets at them because that's apparently something cops did in the war against drugs in the eighties. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Grand cop auto. I know. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just it it the The result of what happened here is that a guy ran into a bunch of people because he was on drugs. I'm not going to say he did it because he was Christian. No one, I'm not going to. No one's going to say that he did a lot. Well, actually, a lot of people did say he did it because he was a Muslim. He wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. I wouldn't even call him a good Christian. But that's that whole no true Scotsman thing. He did it because he was on drugs. <laughs> so, and if you try to spin it a different direction, I don't. I don't agree with you guys there because. He got arrested twice for drunk driving and now because of drugs. Uh, it's just interesting that he would say that God made him do it. And it sounds like an easy cop out for him. And it's unfortunate yeah. that people try to use that one too often.
2: Well, It's like almost. Uh, it, it's almost like them instantly saying, like, I flee insanity, you
0: no. know. <sighs> well, I, I can understand sometimes people having psychotic breaks and stuff where, you know, right, right. actually having depression so bad that it causes them to lash out or even. I've known some true to life bipolar people and they've had like a manic episode followed by like the, the other flip of that coin. And it's just like, holy shit. (laughs) Like this is, this is not how I work, but this is how they work. And it's like, Oh my God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Freaks you out.
0: And so it's just too bad. Somebody had to die. But I mean, uh, I'm thankful that uh, like times square is pretty much, you know, pedestrian traffic only these days. So it could have been a lot worse is all I'm saying is that just glad it wasn't. If there's any way you could get him enrolled in a Christian school or get him into some, uh, you know, they have a daily vacation
1: Bible school and things or a youth group. There are all kinds of things you could do to kind of get him into some positive influences. You
2: know, another thing that would be great for her would be Superbook.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because
2: it's all, it's, all
0: bible stories yeah yeah get a set of that and show it to him and see what happens all right all right so this next one here is from patheos blog as well this comes from the friendly atheist blog from him and meta and he's the guy i trust very much so when it comes to education matters because he being a school teacher kind of means a lot so betsy devos um she recently got booed at a a historical black college where you know people turned their backs on her because uh, she has no reason to be at this job. She She's never been in education. She wasn't able to, to talk about the uh, anything academic when she was getting her hearing in front of the Senate. And so I'm, I'm a very hard set person that she should not be there. So anyway, her job is to make public education worse all over the country, apparently. And she's close to achieving that because they've released budget documents uh, to the Washington Post. And one of the biggest ways she's going to do it is by funneling money away from public schools to religious ones. So, uh, let's see, funding for college work-study programs is going to be cut in half. Um, public service loan forgiveness would end. And hundreds of millions of dollars that public schools could use for mental health, advanced coursework, and other services will vanish. Uh, because they're planning on cutting about $10.6 billion from the Federal Education Initiative. And that's all going to go right to the DOD budget that he wanted to increase by 50 or 60. So so don't fret yet. It hasn't been signed for or approved yet. We're just letting you know this is coming down the pipe. So the administration is going to channel uh, part of all of the money there and not only to the DOD budget, like I said, but they want to bring in its top priority, which is, quote, school choice. And so it seeks to spend about $400 to expand charter schools and vouchers for private and religious schools. And then another billion to push public schools to adopt choice-friendly policies, which I have no idea what that means. And I'm not going to research it because you guys have the Google. If it's interesting to you, you will look it up. So, I mean, I've met met lots of kids that went to religious school here in Utah. And it's usually not such a bad thing. I mean, we have a, a really big one. We got a couple of Catholic schools. They're fine. I've got a couple of people that went to Leighton Christian Academy over here, and it's not terribly, like, overt, like, hardcore Christy or anything like that. It's just, it's a thing that they talk about. But there's a problem when you get the schools that are, um, how should I say, like, Liberty University and stuff where they they disbelieve certain things in science they disbelieve a a lot of the stuff that is actually fact-based in lieu of you know teaching religious-based stuff so you know instead of evolution you get creationism instead of you know millions of years of fossil records you have the flood did it you know that kind of thing that's been going on and i think you do a disservice to the citizenship when you have that as your thing and i'm not gonna say like people can't send their kids to that if they want to mess their kids heads up with all that stuff by all means go ahead and do that kind of thing but the thing is when you take public money you know our taxpayer money and you funnel it into religious schools that's when i have a real problem with it and so it it just bugs the crap out of me that betsy DeVos is actually trying to push this kind of thing it's um because these schools are not going to be they're not going to be happy because the, the federal government is going to if they if you give money to them that opens them up to government audits, control and interference. So if if you guys want to continue to do this, you might want to do it on your own dime because once federal money comes into it, it becomes like a like endorsed by the like a federal program. So uh, so it's going it's about to get really interesting folks and we we know that vouchers already don't work. Uh, they don't approve any like students' academic achievements. And frankly, as Hemet says here, if this administration cared about facts and data, they'd admit it, but they don't. And so Republicans don't have the guts to challenge them, and the wall between church and state is on the verge of seeing another major crack as of this com- coming week. So, she's shady as hell I find lady. that
2: super interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, back before the election was even decided, there was this huge, the huge controversy of, you know making schools more affordable yeah and instead of just not going with that plan i it's almost like they have to go the completely opposite route and make it almost unachievable with this you
0: know well and i don't understand uh when it comes to public universities and stuff like that i mean by all means if you want to attend an ivy league go have fun spending twenty thousand a semester kind of thing if you think getting your accreditation from another school like that is going to matter to you but i think that a, a at least 2 to 4 year college like a basic level kind of degree should be paid for by it, with federal funding it should be something that if you if you have the grades to go to it and you have the aptitude to go to it you should be able to go to it without having to worry about it having more college educated people in the united states is not a worse thing <laughs> you know
2: there yeah i mean i there could be an entire podcast on that alone oh i know <laughs>
0: just yeah just and it's interesting like, enough yeah. like you're a you're you're a college-age student right now and, and i don't, I don't want to disclose where you're going to but i know for a fact because i i thought about going there myself i was like that's a lot of money
2: <laughs> yeah yeah um man it and that's something because personally like i did i used to go to a, a church funded school i went i went to byu and uh you know it's not that that's a bad school and we've discussed this before but yeah yeah it's uh I, I personally like going to a school where I feel like and this in this is completely my personal view, and it ties to what you just said I, I personally like um putting my own money now as much as it is, no, not so much yeah. but i do I do feel like me putting my own money into it actually pushes me further because there's a lot riding on the line <laughs> um, now that's not to say that I don't wish it was more affordable, oh. God, I wish it was more affordable. <laughs> you know, <like. laughs>
0: Well, I'm only saying that because I've got lots of friends that have that are in Europe or have lived in Europe for a long time, and they had to pass tests, of course, to be able to go to these schools. But when they go, they go, and that's what they're doing. They're paying attention to school. They don't have to work the forty-hour weeks to pay for school like many of us have had to do. I've been there. You're there right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so. I mean, how how nice would it be to be able to actually be one of those, I, I, I always called them the rich kids that got to go to school and that's what <sighs> they did. They lived at the dorms, they had the meal ticket already paid for, uh, they that would they, be were, nice. they were able to go to school and then, pardon my language here, fuck around for the rest of the day until they had to study and stuff, and it's like, no, God, wouldn't that be nice?
2: <laughs> I know, I, I, I work with those people that work 10-20 hours a week and it's only to pay their car bill and then Mom and Dad supplies the rest. Just, ugh, uh. I wish that was
0: me. <laughs> yeah, definitely not going to do that with any of my kids. They're going to have a hard time, just like I did. They're going to get beat up, yeah. just like I did going to school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Betsy DeVos is just—I—I uh, I don't understand how it, every how they were okay with signing her in, and th- that's not anything to do with partisanship. It's—it's it's a fact that she has no idea what she's doing. She knows what she's doing now only because she wants this voucher program because her family is heavily invested in voucher schools and in, in charter schools, Christian schools. And they're a whole other subset of family out there. And I'm not going conspiracy theory, but the brother of Betsy DeVos is the guy that ran Blackwater. So <laughs> I already have a problem with the Prince family. So anyway. It's called the Internet, and it's a fresh new way to check out sites, buy clothing, and surf music. And it's all located on this tiny (laughs) CD-ROM. You bet, Eric. You know, my favorite thing about the Internet is that it's 100% secure. The entire Internet is located on
2: this CD-ROM.
0: The internet. The easy to use interactive experience located entirely on one CD-ROM. No more wires to connect. No more monthly service charges. No more spam, internet viruses or e-worms. And the internet is
1: simple to install. You'll be surfing over 100 sites in seconds. Music
0: sites, shopping sites and internet chat. All at the touch of a button. The internet has never been so easy. All right, so this past weekend, uh, not as you guys are hearing this on Monday, but the week before that, uh, there was a ransomware attack that had hit the United States, the UK, and primarily Russia is what we're going to be talking about here. Uh, the ransomware uh, targeted Microsoft Windows systems, and it had to do with the, the way that the files are shared across the network. And thankfully, I'm doing this on a big, beautiful Mac, so it's not really hitting me yet. So the the slave computer over this way, though, he's got, that's Windows. Your Windows, right? yeah. yeah, your Windows yep (laughs) anyway so there was a an attack that hit a lot of places across the globe and the probably the worst one was like the hospitals in britain that got hit where it was killing like the generators and stuff and people were they weren't able to have them come in for like life-saving surgeries and stuff so there were some people that could have died i didn't actually hear if anybody died from it but russia on the other hand it's not going to have to worry about any of that stuff anymore because the Orthodox Church, you know, the, the Russian Orthodox Church, their patriarch by the last name of uh, Kirill, apparently visited the Ministry of Internal Affairs and he sprayed holy water on the computers. Because <laughs> that'll fix it. <laughs> yes, water on electronics. That seems like a wonderful idea. <laughs> Could use mineral oil or something, something, you know, that doesn't, <laughs> won't short it out. Anyway. So there was a, yeah. So there was a uh, a posting. There's a picture of it. I think I saw it on Twitter where it says, "Patriarch of Orthodox Russian Church making sure the Ministry of Internal Affairs computers won't get affected by WannaCry cry virus attack." And it got like half a million retweets, like almost three quarter of a million likes. And someone says they can hack our political campaigns, but they think that spraying water on computers is a smart move. Hashtag logic. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> and so apparently you, you guys know that, that that's something that they're doing just, you know, to let this, you know, public figure Kirill guy come in because he's a powerful figure in the country. Because unlike America, the Russian Orthodox Church is very much like tied into the Russian government. And it's, it's sad, but it's just kind of funny to see this government official dude, the, the Kirill guy standing in the middle of the room. With with like spraying the water on this computer console in front of him, and there's like another guy there wearing a suit looking at him like, "You kidding me, right?" (laughs) He just has this wonderful look on his face. Oh, and if you guys, uh, if you guys don't
2: imagine the tech, they're like, uh, sure. Never Mm -hmm. mind. I don't want to die. Like
0: if 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 it's if it's atomized enough, maybe you'd be okay. But I'm thinking like (laughs) like just bringing in a hose of holy water. Hey, let's spray the hose on it all. willy-nilly on everything yeah i said that willy uh so oh. K- Kirill is a uh apparently a bad guy for for a lot of reasons and for, i primarily don't like the guy because of his hat I mean, he's got one of those giant russian orthodox fuck you hats that he wears and so he he's blamed the rise of isis on the godless secular civilization in which we all live he's blaming me the atheist guy for a extremist islamic group what sense does that make how did i let that happen (laughs) oh and he also hates pride parades and he thinks that marriage equality is a very dangerous sign of the apocalypse (laughs) like i don't see why steve and chuck getting married means that you know the world's gonna come to an end (laughs) like like, they just want the same tax breaks and being able to visit each other in the hospital like we all do (laughs) like (laughs) that's uh, so so wrong yeah it's just ridiculous and it screw you russian orthodox church uh, yeah let's 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 protect our computers from ransomware with water <laughs> like that's like that's ever gonna work you know it's like oh man i want to make sure that uh this recording goes okay i better go sacrifice a goat you know it's like uh it's that level of silly and i just find it hilarious that that this kind of weird magical thinking continues on to this day <laughs> But I guess if you if you if you believe it it makes more sense to you but I, I just I just find it fun.
1: Ask yourself who is really the friend of women and the LB and LGBT community? Donald Trump with actions or Hillary Clinton with her words. I will tell you who the better friend is, and someday I believe that will be proven out bigly.
0: Have you ever been to Walt uh, I've never been to Walt Disney World, but I I know about Walt Disney World. I know enough stuff there. Uh, have you ever been? Super.
2: Yes, I love it.
0: Okay, so place. you you know about the Hall of Presidents, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they're considering not programming an uh, an animatronic Trump to address the audience because he's that divisive of a public figure. <laughs> so they they want to have the 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 the, the president there, but he's not going to have one that talks to the crowd, apparently. Uh, this comes from Motherboard magazine, where uh, inside the Disney state that they are considering breaking with tradition, which saw at least the last three presidents giving a speaking spot in front of the patriotic show, uh, going back to the original program with only George Washington and Lincoln speaking. So Disney has been under pressure to not include Trump in a longtime attraction that offers up lessons in US history. Uh, set to swelling patriotic music, including with the battle hymn of the republic. You know the whole stage show that they do. Right. It's just interesting that they're like he's that disliked of a president that they're they're considering not having him. I I okay. I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve a spot there because he did win the election. But the thing is, I think you need to finish your four years before you're do they decide whether yeah. they're going to put you into this thing or not. So, so. I, I
2: completely agree. I don't I don't know why they're worried about this now. Um, I mean, he hasn't really made. Uh, he's made history, but uh, has he done anything that to make America uh,
0: proud? <laughs> no, and he's on his whirlwind tour right now, and apparently yeah. he's sending Reince But Re- I mean, I mean, there's he's sending Rights back one day after going on the trip with him, and it's like, oh God, what does that mean? <laughs> I, I
2: mean, mean, I mean, there's plenty of presidents where we could say like, yeah, that was something wrong with him, but I mean, my hope. And I I've, I hope he at least does something to make America great again. <laughs> at least he does something to contribute. Because, uh, yeah, uh, a waste of four years, if not.
0: Boy, you're on the wrong show.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no. I, I, don't, I don't wish failure upon anyone. Like, as much as I dislike the guy, I hope he turns around, you know? <laughs> I,
0: I would hope so, because we're all in this boat together. <laughs> but at the same yep. time, it's like, I don't see that happening anytime soon and as much as you uh i don't know if you agree with anything with like uh identity politics or anything you're gonna be fine i'll be fine because we're doughy white guys living in utah where nothing really much is going to happen but you have a lot of marginalized people that are going to get screwed you have a lot of people that are broke that they're not going to be able to have health insurance anymore you've got trans people that the government seems to be dead set on saying don't exist you know or they shouldn't exist you know because how, da- how dare they use the right. bathroom?
2: <laughs> I had a friend that posted on Facebook right after the election w- decision was made. He says, Well, all I can say is it's going to be a great time to be a white male for the next four years.
0: Yeah. And I think I've said it on the show before where I'm like, Look, I realize I'm going to be okay, but I have empathy for a mm-hmm. lot of my friends out there where it's like, it has emboldened a lot of racist people and a lot of bigoted people out there where they're like, Get the fuck out of my country. It's like, I watched a video this morning of a a guy that was speaking Puerto Rican or Spanish to his mom waiting to get on a plane, like in Vegas. And this one dude comes up to him. He's like, speak English. And it's like, really? It's like, we got, we have no law in this country that says English is a a first, like the only language you could speak here. And I mean, it reminds me of a joke where like you have, okay, what do you call someone that speaks like three languages? You call them Finnish. If they speak two languages, they're, uh, everybody else in the world and then if they speak one language they're Americans. It's because Ooh. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm assuming you spent some time on a uh, religiously affiliated vacation for two years. I did. Yes. Okay. Did you learn vacation, a you know? did you learn a, a second <laughs> language on that one?
2: Uh I learned parts of uh of a separate language. No, I didn't I didn't become fluent and it I only needed it for about six weeks, I think. Oh. It <laughs> was one family I was teaching. So I learned some phrases but uh, I, I'm not fluent at all.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I, I know, I know German and a bunch of Japanese. And so it's like, it's one of those, it's, it's good to have a second language that you can fall back on. I mean, I, I can't possibly talk like nuclear science with anybody in those countries, but at least right. I could get around, you know, I could.
2: Yeah. No, that, and that's one of my big goals in college right now is I I at least want to pick up,
0: you know. Oh, dude, where uh, you're going, they have an excellent Mandarin program. Really? Would, okay. Yeah. They have a very and uh, knowing what I know that you do on your channel, you might want to look into that because the all the MOBAs yeah. and stuff are in China right now. So Yeah. That's and the truth. Wow is you. Yeah, I've thought like, about
2: that. Japanese. Uh but well, I have yet to decide. I just need <laughs> I for my major, I need four classes. So But it's we'll a see. it's a good
0: place to learn it. It's a really good place to learn it. So anyway, the um uh, as Motherboard notes, there are already multiple anti-Trump petitions circulating, The most prominent, and the most prominent one has got about 15,000 signatures, good God, and that urges Disney to silence the Trump robot on the grounds that Trump ran for president on a platform of hateful speech, misogyny, racism, and xenophobia. People may disagree with that, but there were statements in every single one of those things. I mean, he told the Gold Star family that, like... <laughs> They didn't matter, and he told John McCain, I only like the heroes that don't get caught. And it's like, how is this guy the president, people? <laughs> so Bob Iger has confirmed that Trump will be part of the Hall of Presidents. His bust is already in production, but it appears that the robot will not be given star billing. And I haven't heard of anybody, you know, throwing a shit fit about it yet. I'm sure somebody will. I'm sure all of the guys that like to harass me on Twitter with the Pepe frogs and the... The okay symbol and the the you know the glasses of milk in there <laughs> oh my god guys the internet is so fucking weird right now
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a dark diamond in, uh, in the world
0: <laughs> it's hilarious because it's like they think it's so serious and they're like oh yeah why don't you go kill yourself and i'm like ah <laughs> yeah i remember being 13 also <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, this is uh, down here at the bottom of it says, given President Trump's current problems, Walt Disney World might elect to push the attraction's opening date back to the fall and then make further tweaks to the show. So that sounds like they're waiting for impeachment stuff to happen as well. It's like, wouldn't you still have to have him in the Hall of Presidents? You'd have to have the bust because he was he is the president. I mean I can't say was because he currently is. But even if he was to be, you know, impeached or resign, you still have Nixon there, <laughs> nixon yeah. resigned you know yeah. you still have clinton even though he was technically impeached because the house voted him out so it's just really interesting and i i've not been to the walt disney world but i i do want to check it out one of these days i just found it interesting that he's that divisive of a president they've already decided not to let the animatronic one talk
2: <laughs> it's like yeah i mean what 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 good can he say right now
0: i know right <laughs> i've been beat up on every i no political person has had it as hard as i've had it it's like are you serious dude come on man
2: <laughs> trust me this new america this new disneyland wall of presence is gonna be huge
0: huge <laughs> it's gonna be very very amazing <laughs> he, he always double talks everything oh man it irritates the hell out of me
2: bigly bigly
0: is it I remember hearing him say that for the first time, and I'm like, is he saying Big Lee? Or is he saying Big League? <laughs> and it's like...
2: <laughs> is that a guy, Big Lee?
0: <laughs> Big Lee. It's Big Lee. No, And I, I have a Twitter, Twitter out there, a tweet out there, where it's like, are you effing kidding me? Big Lee? Seriously, this is your candidate, Big Lee. <laughs> <laughs> the last
1: Metroid is in captivity. The galaxy is
0: at peace. All right. So joining me for the interview segment this week, we've got super gaming from YouTube on with us on the show this week. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, about the show that you do. And uh, like, I'm completely serious here. Plug away. Uh, what else do people do interviews for anyway? You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so you can find my YouTube channel. Uh, it's called super gaming, just like it's spelled for you here
0: um s-o-u-p-e-r for the people listening at home
2: yes yes um and it's a show where i talk and play video games we we, uh pretty soon we're gonna have a podcast of our own where i'll have some other people come on and we'll and we'll play some games do some let's plays right now it's mostly game talk and, and news and it's something you should definitely check out it's gotten it's more than doubled uh it's subscriber base in the past month so for it's it's getting there. Uh so I highly encourage you to go subscribe to the page, support, you know, check check me out. Let me know, you know, give me some yeah, feedback. Always love love hearing it from new new people.
0: It's not always just Let's Plays though. He does a lot of uh good content. He it's a really good channel. I follow it whenever there's new episodes out there. So anyway, uh Super Gaming. Who are you? Should I say? So uh,
2: I yeah, so I go by the handle uh Vanilla Soup on the channel, but uh, my real name is Kyle Normal dude, um, <laughs> but yeah, I go to the, I go to the University of Utah up here in Utah, um, studying graphic or game development more specifically. I actually want to become a game developer. That's kind of why I'm doing this. It's kind of helping me push along, stay focused on on what I want to do with my life. Yeah. So it's it's fun. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I, admi- I admire you. Now.
0: I admire you, young guys, that actually have drive for things. I remember in college, I was like. <laughs> I'm going to change my major. It's a good time to do that <laughs> three years into it.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I've I, luckily I haven't had to change my major yet. I've stayed focused.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I first went into school and I was going to do chemistry until I actually had like my first series of labs. And Ooh. I wanted to slit my wrists because it was the most boring, heinous shit that I've ever done in my life. I'm like, why why am I having to measure and measure and then measure again? And then, you know, perform the experiment four times with all the same amount of measure. It was monotonous and boring. And I'm like,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I don't want to do this. I, I could not do this for a living. No, thank you. Uh, and I'm not going to regale you with the rest of the, the other majors that I went into. So I'm not even going to go down that road. So uh, let's see where where are you from? Are you a, you're a Utah native? Are you not? I'm not
2: actually. I spent <laughs> the first eighteen years of my life in California.
0: Ooh. Why? Yep. Why move to Utah, man?
2: <laughs> uh, for for the school, actually, oh, okay. the best program in the country, uh, second in the world, if I'm not mistaken, for video game design. So it's it's a very good program. <laughs> I went to BYU to get in-state tuition to qualify for in-state tuition. So I cashed in on that Mormon money, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> then, I, then I then I transferred over to the U.
0: All right, let's see. Um, you so you did go to BYU. So I I'm taking it. You are LDS, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Remembering uh, good standing still going every, yeah. every so often. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to assume too much. Let's see. So
2: right. <laughs> I, I don't,
0: I, I usually have panelists here that were Mormon to help me out with stuff like this, because it's a, I, I, I don't want to be rude or nothing, but what do you believe? I mean, so obviously you're Mormon, you believe everything or is there stuff that you push out, push against, push against, or have you ever checked out stuff like CES Letter or any of that stuff out there?
2: Yeah, so um, my my beliefs are very pretty close-knit with the church itself. I, I do believe uh, in all the church's doctrine. Um, now, I know what a lot of viewers are probably thinking, like, well, what about that one prophet that said that one thing? Um, truth is, I'm perfectly willing to admit that we're all human beings, and sometimes we say stupid stupid crap. Um, and so it's a it's a fine area. I'm always that kind of person. I actually lean on faith a lot enough, or very much, so that where something like when that happens, if so, if a leader of mine, maybe a bishop at church, or or a prophet way back in the early 1900s, you know, if they had said something that I disagree with, I usually find out. You know, I, I do the prayer thing, as as our scriptures would say.
0: Okay, so. and so you you believe in like the literal like everything within the book of mormon being a literal thing would you say that would that be a fair interpretation of what what you believe
2: like the chronology of it the story the chronology
0: of it the i mean because i i have a real problem with it because there's there's a bunch of anachronisms that are there within the book of mormon that that don't mesh up to our current reality like horses weren't introduced to the americas up until like when the spaniards came here and I know the the current apologetic right now is that it was a different beast that you know translated differently as horse when, when he was looking at the seer stone to to read the golden plates kind of thing and right exactly and I I don't follow that one we he said in the book there was steel weapons we have no evidence of steel weapons because in order just to have steel weapons you'd have to have foundries you'd have to have all these other things that we can't find evidence for um I don't know there's just there's a lot there and. I I was never Mormon, so thankfully I don't I can't box with you toe to toe on the stuff because I I don't right, right. know firsthand what it's like and everything. I I've got a lot of family members that are. I know that I I've studied up on how you know a lot of the language within the Book of Mormon is whole cloth from what he was uh, reading from, like the New Testament and stuff with you know just places changed and kind of things and. There's there's a lot of issues that I have with it, and I'm not gonna sit here and just lambast you the whole time because that's not my whole point of this. But you you are a firmly believing kind of person, and I'm a firmly non-believing kind of person, and so as I've learned on from doing this show for so long, is that it's gonna come down to you're gonna choose what to believe what you want to believe, and I'm gonna choose to believe what I want to believe, and ultimately you're gonna hit an impasse, and it's it I, you could leave it with one of those whole he says, I pray, pray for you. And I say, I'll think for you kind of thing. And so it would really get us nowhere (laughs) anyway. So, I mean, it's just interesting to have guests on because the last time we had a, uh, a a firmly believing LDS guy, you know, everything, words of wisdom, all of the, what's the, um, the principles with, uh, the shoot. Yeah. The articles of faith. And we, we went to, I went to him and I, and I asked him directly. I'm like, so Adam and Eve, the whole story, you believe two people, garden of Eden, then the human race came from that and when he admitted yeah i'm like okay and what about noah's flood and he admitted yeah i believe that story i'm like well we can't really discuss anything here because you're choosing to believe something that we have no like archaeological record for we can see that there were different subgenuses of human before you know we hit homo sapien you know so it's like
2: yeah, and that's something very interesting that I I came to an impasse with myself not too long ago, where I was like, wait, because I was reading the Old Testament, I was like, wait, there's there's this whole thing about the land of Nod, like, you know there, where did that come from? After... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like it's something that I had to study out, and and again, I I can't sit here and be like, this is how it is, but I I mean, I strongly encourage you to reset and you free viewers at home too, research that out for yourself too, because that's the only. That's the only way you're going to form an opinion about it truly.
0: Yeah. Um, and for, but the thing is you're you're facing a hard crowd listening to this because yeah. Yeah. Mo- most and people not, I,
2: I'm not I'm not going to try and like
0: Yeah. Most people like, listening to Utah Outcast are very much the whole I,
2: was, I was,
0: was Mormon, Mormon <laughs> <you
2: know? laughs> No, it, it you know, something interesting about me is that I'm I'm very I'm very loving. Like you you're atheist, we could still be best friends. Like I that's something that's uh i I would say comes from my heritage and upbringing from California where there's there's a lot of of people in the world we all have different beliefs and yeah and to say that your beliefs are better than anyone else's on just the fact that that's what you feel, and I'm mostly speaking from my my church's perspective like to yeah. say that we are hundred percent right because we have the Book of Mormon like that's a terrible argument.
0: All right, so you were originally from California and you you moved here to Utah. What what do you think of Utah so far? Do you like it here pretty much?
2: Um, you know, the area itself I do I do like. Like there's lots to do, the, the, the environment is beautiful out here. Um, I'm finding a struggle. Like yeah, I've lived here for going on 18 months now and it's been a trip, to be honest. It, it's not been something I've necessarily enjoyed. There's been times where I was like, oh, I can't. I have to leave." Like, <laughs> <there's>... <laughs> um, I've had several offers from friends and family that are still in California, like, "Yeah, come back, come back," and I'm just like, "But this school." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you just need to go move your butt up to like actual Salt Lake proper and get get the full experience of it there, because that'd be really cool. I think. Yeah. Like, I, I are you gonna, a, you're, are you are you going to commute from our area all the way up to there and back every time?
2: Yeah, so I have class two days a week, so it's not too
0: bad. Yeah, it's not too bad, but still though. It's like <laughs> But then again, if you try to get an apartment in downtown Salt Lake, you'd be spending about $1500 a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, dude. Plus I get
2: free I, I get free for Amtrak and train around. Oh, that's good. That's by good. being a
0: student. Let's see. So a lot yeah, of these questions Amtrak. that I that I normally ask on interviews are not going to pertain to you because I I'm assuming you're not a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you can't talk about booze or beer, damn it. Uh, let's see. All right. So since you're uh, a since you're a person that's within the faith, um, I know that there have to be certain folks out there that just irritate the living hell out of you within your own religion. What is the most like irritatingly tooth grindingly thing that people of faith do to, around you that just annoys the hell out of you?
2: Okay. So this is this is a great question uh. I can answer this completely honestly, or completely honest. Uh, I hate when people will will come up to you and say, "Like, I I feel the spirit telling me that you need to do this." Like, that's not how God works. <laughs> like you,
1: that's like how crazy god people talk.
2: someone else do something. That that drives me nuts. It happens more than you'd think, but
0: oh my also, god, really.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd be like, you're uh, a bunch it, of crazy it, that's people. Something <laughs>
2: that happens like a lot here in Utah. I would never got that in California.
0: Yeah, there is a definitive difference between California Mormon versus Utah Mormon, and oh, yeah. people people that live here know about it, and people that live outside of Utah, they're gonna be like, I don't get it. Like, no, unless you're living here in like Mormon Mecca, it's not it's not the same thing. That's why we have such a rich and diverse uh, counterculture within the state <laughs> because like yeah. you have to otherwise you go insane <laughs>
2: it's this polar opposite yeah
0: yeah all right so let's see i was going to ask you what keeps you in state but i know that you you're staying in state for school so all right so one of the last questions we like to ask people in the interview here especially if they're from the state of utah is what's your favorite thing to do in the state
2: it's a hard one <laughs> Um, you know, so far with my year and a half being here, I actually love just going down to the Harriman Riverton area. There's lots to do, lots of good restaurants. I have family down there. Just being down in that area, gorgeous area, mind you. I love it down there.
0: I don't know if I've ever been down that way. I've lived here for a long ass time.
2: (laughs) It's a good, it's a good area.
0: I I live. It amounts there too, so. Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, of course where, california
0: would say that where is that harriman <laughs> riverton where is that is that um that's
2: uh south of salt lake almost to lehigh uh okay.
0: sandy like right next to sandy okay so i haven't been through that way i just i just don't think of it that much <laughs> you,
2: know, you know the big aquarium
0: Love yeah on the yeah aquarium. Yeah, the, yeah yeah i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about if
2: you took that exit that's what i'm talking about
0: gotcha and we got a really good aquarium in utah y'all <laughs> it's good it's yeah. actually really good So anyway, uh. Thanks for coming on super. I really appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and jump into some other fun stuff. So uh, hopefully have you back in the future and we'll definitely keep in touch. You guys should go check out his channel. It's uh, super gaming on YouTube. Go check it out.
1: Never, ever, ever give up. Things will work out just fine. Look at the way I've been treated lately, especially by the media, no politician in history, and I say this with great surety, has been treated worse or more unfairly. You can't let them get you down.
0: All right, it is the Trump roundup for week 17. Uh, The nation's commander-in-chief is officially on his way to go visit a bunch of other countries on a whirlwind nine-day tour of a multitude of the finest sites in the Middle East and Europe. I say that kind of snarkingly. Uh shit, I can't even finish this thought without interrupting to say not one but two things that he's done to embarrass himself and the USA. First up, he wanted to shorten his trip abroad from nine days to five days. And I'm not kidding you, the guy that cares that much about his weekends that he doesn't even feel like it's fair to have to spend more than five days working as the actual fucking president. Second, and this is cited from Newsweek as well as many other news sources. Donald Trump has canceled a planned visit and speech at the ancient mountain mountain fortress of Masada in Israel after authorities told him that he could not land his helicopter on top of the UNESCO-listed site. Instead, he will now deliver a speech at the Israel Museum in Jerusalem. This comes after an Israeli Air Force regulation that prevents helicopters from landing at the summit of the Masada site. So you heard that right. Instead of doing like all presidents have in the past that have visited the site before him, unless he can land on the fucking ruins, he just will not go. And when it's perfectly okay for all of his predecessors to land at the site's base and then take the fucking cable car up to the site, nah, just go ahead and cancel. I have a feeling like we should be calling him President Snowflake or something because he seems to be having problems doing anything that actually requires any work or effort. And I'm going to add a third item here. I know I said two, but I'm going to add three here. And this one's specifically for Israel. He's planning on spending a paltry 15 minutes touring the Israel Holocaust Museum. That's easily a lot less time than he spent with the fucking New England Patriots. So just think about that for a second for him to be the only president since Carter to not leave the U.S. on a support trip to our allies just before his first hundred days. If that wasn't deplorable enough, he's now going to Griswold his way through the Holocaust Museum. And for you kids out there too young to understand that reference, that's from a movie called European Vacation. You should check it out. And that's just the lead up going to this trip. Apparently, as it was time for wheels up for Air Force One, there was a hell of a story that dropped about Trump that leaked from those who were in the room with the Russian ambassador and his plus one for the day after he fired Comey. And this one is pretty damning. And I quote the president who said, I just fired the head of the FBI. He was crazy. A real nut job. I faced great pressure because of Russia. That's been taken off. This is a human being who is too stupid to understand that you don't simply end an investigation when you fire the person in charge. That investigation continues on with new people. And as we've come to find out since there is a special investigator now, which will probably lead to a special prosecutor as the charges continue to tip the scales towards impeachment. I'm not speaking hyperbole when I say that, though. I firmly believe that as someone who's been writing and reading about this guy for the past year and a half, but I honestly think that his goose is cooked. It's only a matter of time before he either resigns, you know, which is something that his ghost himself has said recently or is removed from office. Uh, the GOP right now will continue to try and shovel any bills that they can to get Don's rubber stamp on through the house and the Senate, even though it's not working so well for them lately. Just ask them about all their healthcare bills that they tried to pass. Uh, and this Soon, as Trump is untenable as president and might lose them seats in 2018, they pull all the support and start angling for Pence to be the guy. However, without going too far down the rabbit hole of conspiracy, uh, if the GOP has been receiving laundered money into their fundraising efforts, there's a very good chance that we might see a cleaning of house that takes out multiple seated Republicans. But that's only speculation. That's all conspiracy right now. Uh, So back to the national embarrassment that is Donald John Trump at a commencement speech for the graduating class of the Coast Guard Academy. And I promise not to do his voice here. He says, never, never, never give up. Things will work out just fine. Which on face value is a good message. And I think we can all agree with the man there. However, most of us wouldn't take a hard right turn and make the speech all about us. I mean, and this is no lie. He said the following. Look at the way I've been treated lately, especially by the media. No politician in history. I'm stopping just to let that one sink in. And I say this with great surety has been treated worse or more unfairly. You can't let them get you down. You can't let the critics and the naysayers get in the way of your dreams. Oh, Don, you special, special man, you you couldn't have possibly have hand delivered such an easy the lap up plate of schadenfreude as that the president arguably one of the most powerful people in the world feels like he needs to be a victim even harder than those that came before him now i could list about an hour of hours worth of politicians throughout history who have been untreated fairly by the media but i'll just stop it you know Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, if that helps you out. And then I'll just, just drop the mic. Uh, but before I wrap this up, I wanted to remind everyone who thinks that, they might, that we might be too harsh on this guy. He's going on a nine-day trip around NATO countries and allies within the Middle East. And yet, on his travels at all of the locations, people are being briefed on how to handle the god-emperor of the alt-right with kid gloves. Keep your briefing short use lots of graphics don't come to him with requests unless he can use them to make himself look better like he made a deal because that's all he cares about these days it seems so far and to top it all off as i record this and he's most assuredly asleep right now in saudi arabia after signing a huge defense bill uh worth about a hundred billion dollars Let's go ahead and ask how Yemen feels about that later, But uh, and received the country's highest honors, which he had to do some sort of bow curtsy thing to receive. Now, remember, I only bring this up because Trump of the past, you know, had to say some horrible shit that made it seem like that was a bad thing, and yet here he is doing the same thing. So the award, and after that, he tucked into a dinner of, you know, not local Saudi Arabian foods, None of this when it comes to uh, like when it comes to Rome's being in Rome kind of uh, Roman being in Rome. Sorry. God, when in Rome, you do as Romans do. They have prepared a well done halal steak with ketchup. Ladies and gentlemen, on all points non-binary, our president is a fucking four-year-old. If y'all ever wonder what it's like to be a redneck with empathy, Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast, hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southern SJW and
2: skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube,
0: or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? Okay, so that does it for this week's current events. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the second episode coming out on Wednesday. However, before I wrap this whole thing up, I have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who help us out each month. So without further delay, cheers to all my sustaining patrons, Angelica Pearson, Marissa Alexa McCool, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, and Darcy Bowman. Thank you guys so very much for the love and support that you give us. Uh, we have switched from a per-episode basis on Patreon to monthly. So if you wish to support the week work we do each month, it's uh, never been more affordable. So make sure you go to patreon.com slash utahoutcasts. A buck will get you the secret show. Uh, if you don't have the Skrilla, a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on will help us out a ton. And we'll make sure to give you guys your due praise. Uh, we did get a new review, a glowing five-star review from iTunes. And it comes from Girl 64 And she says, Friends I wish I had growing up thoughtful and not just a repeat of every other podcast relaying the same information about independent thought juicy local stuff and a mix of all things relevant to the pursuit of reason thank you so much boxer girl i really do appreciate the the great review you gave us that was an awesome review uh okay so that does it for us we'll be back again in 48 hours with another episode for you to love but until then remember you're welcome too long of a wikipedia article i don't care (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's not words conquest pestilence okay war famine and death so conquest or pestilence okay so it's it has nothing to do with words words is not one of the horsemen of the apocalypse Visit ALZ.org
2: to join the fight.